Good morning, good morning, good morning. Today, I want to talk uh, to you about <clears throat> this uh, trillion-dollar wealth drain in the Black community. Uh, the Black black wealth is dropping. We know that it's dropping. Well, uh, I just wanted to point and bring to your attention, um, I'd like to bring to your attention one part of uh, Black wealth that's dropping by the trillions, and it's happening right under your nose. So I'm going to break this down for you. Get comfortable, buckle up your seatbelt. We're going to get started on the Black Financial Channel right now. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to the Black Financial Channel. That's the theblackfinancialchannel.com. My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins. I'm your friendly neighborhood finance professor. On the Black Financial Channel, we talk about black wealth and black economics every day, sometimes as much as 10 times a day, under one condition. The condition is that you have to be black first. Uh, black first means that we are uh, putting our community at the top of our priority list. Black first means that we take care of our own before we take care of anybody else. Black first means that we make sure black people are good uh, before we make sure everybody else is good. Uh, if you agree with this philosophy, if you agree that being black first makes sense for the black community, uh, put a hashtag B and the number one in the chat, hashtag B1. Uh, that's the calling card that we use uh, to talk about what it means to be B1 and black first and everything else. Uh, now, uh, I want to say good morning to everybody. Uh, I'm not going to be on here for too long uh, because I've got a meeting, actually, uh, that I have to go to in a second. But I really want to talk about this issue because uh, I feel like this is something that isn't discussed enough. I feel like this is something that is uh, is really critical uh, in terms of where Black people are. Uh, this is something that in, that really affects Black wealth in a really major way that uh, a lot of us don't even recognize. And it has to do with uh, the fact that so many of our kids, uh, it's a billion dollar, uh, trillion dollar actually, trillion dollar brain drain that occurs in the Black community. And a lot of this comes from the fact that from the time your children are little, and many of you went through this as well, you are trained to desire one main thing economically, and that is to work for white people. That is to be connected to the white man's nipple on some level. That is, uh, you know, to make sure that 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 whatever he got, you're trying to get a piece of what he got by being right next to him and being connected to his community over your community. That means uh, being working in his companies over your companies. That means being in his neighborhoods over your neighborhoods. That means being around somebody else's people as opposed to your own. Now, this does not mean that if you work for white people, you're a sellout. This does not mean that everybody that if you live in a white neighborhood, something's wrong with you. And this does not mean that something that 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 that, that I'm judging the way you've chosen to live your life up until this point. But I want you to really pay attention to this simple fact. Uh, there's a reason why when your kids go to white public schools, that schools that are run by white people, that they end up. Uh, working uh, for people that are outside the black community. There's a reason why so many celebrities uh, don't really even think about making major investments in the black community, but they'll make big investments in white communities. Uh, you'll hear about rappers that will invest three or four or five million dollars in some uh, startup by some white boys in Silicon Valley. But when you say, well, what did you invest in in the black community? And they'll say, well, I made a donation to the boys club. You know what I'm talking about? Give me a yes or no if you know what I'm talking about. When it comes time to make the big boy moves, they go to the white side of town. When it comes to make the little children moves, they go to the black side of town. Uh, well, well, here's the deal. You're losing trillions of dollars because of this. Uh, you know, th this is a major brain drain that is occurring in the black community that is um, that that nobody talks about. Uh, you know, th do you understand? Give me a yes or no if you've ever seen this scenario. Give me a yes or no if you've ever seen uh, this scenario. Have you ever seen where a um, a black man or black woman works really hard their whole life to build a, a pretty solid business? 
solid business, you know, auto mechanic, you know, gardening business, you know, construction business or whatever. And they go to their kids that they sent to some big white fancy university, you know, with all the student loans and shit. And they, and they go to the child and they say, son, I built this business for you, son. And I, and I want you to take over the business when, when, when I die, son. And the son's like, nah, pops, I, I don't want to, I actually don't want to work in the family business. I want to go work for uh, Procter and Gamble or, or dad. Yeah. I, I know you tell me about being my own boss and everything else, but I, I think I'd rather go uh, work at UPS. I got this job offer at UPS. And, and so, so then what, what happens to the black family business? Y'all tell me what happens to that business. The business dies. The business dies. And one of the things that people are there, I think we got to take some time to sort of process a little bit <laughs> is that you lose trillions of dollars in economic potential because your children from birth have been trained to want to go work for white people. I've been telling y'all about the educational process for a long time. Y'all know me. I'm a college professor. I've been a college professor for a very long time. A, a, a lot of what you think is education is also an indoctrination. They're not just giving you skills and, and knowledge and, and insight. They're giving you your value system. So that's why when you send your your white your, your black child off to Stanford University, they don't just come back knowing how to be an engineer or how to be a doctor or a lawyer. They sure they learn that, but they also come back, you know, saying things like, "Grandpa, well, you need to use the proper pronouns, Grandpa. You know, transgender that that's uh, gender is not a fact, Grandpa. You're you're a homophobe, Grandpa. You know, Grandma, you 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 need to learn to to protect the environment, Grandma, and 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 and, and puppies matter, Grandma, and and uh, and that's toxic masculinity, Grandpa, Daddy. You're you're filled with toxic masculinity, you're right, right. You know what I'm talking about? You ever see that where the kid goes off to college, and then they come back because because the white folks don't fill their heads up with all these new ideas, and then they come back thinking they can preach down and wag their finger at the at the elders in the family. You ever seen that? Now, tell me if you've seen that. So, so my thing is like, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I mean, if you love saving the whales and 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 you love puppies and you think you know you understand you you believe in con, you know concepts like you know whatever the transgender crap is and all that stuff. But I, I, and I'm not gonna call it transgender crap. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say it like that. If you ascribe to some of these ideas, there's nothing wrong with you, and I'm not judging you. But what I'm saying to you is that there's no there, there's nothing that says that those ideas are better than these ideas. There's nothing to say that white folks' ideas are better than the ideas that come from your community. The, there ain't no ain't no way on this planet, in my view, that that 24-year-old who just, who don't even know they ass from a hole in the ground, who just came back from college, can eat on any level, be preaching at grandpa. Well, grand, grandpa, you going, you and grandma going to church and the black church is homophobic. You, you remember that? Remember that whole debate about the black church being homophobic and black, the black church people were like giving them the middle finger, like we're Christians, but we, 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 we want to just give you the middle finger in the name of Jesus, right? They were like, well, screw you. We're not going to let you tell us what our values are supposed to be. Right. This is a cultural war. A lot of it's a cultural war. So this is connected. This is connected right to the trillion dollar brain drain that occurs in the black community. The trillion dollar brain drain is one of there are many ways that they drain wealth out of your out of you. And like it's almost like they have tubes connected to your body and you don't even know the tubes are in there. Right. So I can, I can talk about uh, the healthcare system. 
uh, you know, black uh, black health uh, being ruined by uh, unhealthy food being sold to you by big corporations. It causes you to get all these comorbidities and pre-existing conditions. And then they sell you pills and jabs to make it better, right? I could talk about the prison system, which is pretty much slavery, where trillions of dollars in black wealth is drained because they find some reason to label your child a felon, and then they take him away and make him into a slave. I, I could talk about uh, the NCAA and the billions of dollars the NCAA takes away from black athletes. I could talk about the hip-hop music industry. I could talk about all this. I could talk about all the millions of black people that are trained from birth to go work for white people um so but more specifically what i'm referring to this morning and i'm not gonna be on here long because i actually had to go to a meeting but this is on my mind this is on my spirit when i woke up this morning i said i gotta tell the people what was on my mind today i thought about this black man I, i i know who's in his 70s who's worked his whole life really hard to uh own a a bunch of businesses that are making good money oh like well over a million dollars a year and he he did all this for his children, uh, and he wants it, he wanted his son to take over the business, and uh, and I went to visit the city, and and one of the guys showed me around the city, said, yeah, his daddy owns this, and he owns this, and he owns this, and he owns this. I said, wow, that's cool, and uh, he said, yeah, but he and he's he's still working at the age of seventy eight, and he wants his son to take over. I said, okay, well, yeah, I'll be taking over that, and you know what he said? He said, uh, yeah, but the, he don't want the business. I said, what does he want to do? He said he wants to be a rapper. He wants to be a rapper. So his son would prefer to be a broke ass rapper than to actually run the family business. When I went to Baltimore, I went to this place where there used to be a black owned strip mall there with all these black owned businesses there. And a lot of the black owned businesses died because the children went to college and said, now that I've got this college degree, I want to go work for white folks. Now, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that per se. I'm not judging you. But what I'm saying is pay attention. This is what I want you to notice. You see it all the time that black people feel that stepping into the white community is a step up. I get this all the time. I get this all the time. Boys, you know, you're doing a pretty good thing over here on the, on, on the internet. You One day you might be mainstream. I'm like, well, why would I want to do that? You know, boy, boys, you, you have over a million, you have a million subscribers on, on, on the internet. You One day you might get your own show on CNN. Why in the, why in the, why in the hell would I want to work for CNN? That's a step down. I'd be, I don't go from, you don't go from boss to employee. You don't go from boss to employee. You go from boss to bigger boss, right? No, no, they, they're not, I'm not going over to where they are. They're, they're going to have to come over here. They're going to have to come over here because this is where it's at. This is where it's at, right? You see black folks all the time feeling like getting acceptance by white people is somehow a step up. Again, that is white supremacy that is laced into your brain that you don't even know it's there. You think that when white people acknowledge you, that makes you better. Like they go, they put me on the cover of a magazine. They gave me a Grammy. They gave me an Oscar. They they, they make all this is all made up. These are all false, false accolades. But you 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 internalize that because you're born without your self-esteem. They strip you of your self-esteem and then they slowly give it back to you in bits and pieces, but it costs you money to obtain it. So pay attention now. While you'll regularly see black people who take tremendous pride in going to work for white folks, you never see white people who take pride in trying to go work for black people. You don't, do you? Give me a yes or no in the chat if you understand where I'm coming from. You never see black, white people say, God, you know, I'm a I'm a vice president over here at uh <clears throat> at JP Morgan Chase. I just wish I could get a black business owner to give me a job. You know, or I'm running a, a multi-billion dollar company that in my in the in the Jewish community. I just, God, I just, if, if if I could just get African-Americans to let me come work for them and so I can give up all my wealth and send my children to work for them, then by golly, we'd, 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 be, we'd be on top at that point. We'd be balling, y'all. We'd be balling. 
You don't see white people talk like that. They ain't trying to get nowhere near anything you own, but you're trying to always run up under their umbrella. Am I right or am I right? Do you understand what I'm saying? Again, I want to make this clear. I'm not making fun of you if you work with white folks. I'm not saying any of that. I'm just saying that some of y'all's businesses are little diamonds in the rough that just need a little nurturing, that need a little, little elbow grease, need some people coming in really really putting it down to, to take that business to the next level. This, this business that's making 300 k a year could be making $3 million a year in about five years if you had the right team and uh, teamwork and people committed to building that business and feeding that baby, but the baby ain't getting fed because everybody's over there feeding the white man's baby. You up here got the white baby on your nipple so long that the black babies are starving to death. The black babies are starving because you're feeding the white kids. <laughs> the, the black community starves because you're feeding the, the white community. Now, I'm not going to keep talking. I got to go. My wife is here and we have an appointment. And when my wife and I have an appointment, I honor that. And that's extremely important to me. So I'm going to have to end this a little bit earlier. But I hope you get the point. Give me a yes in the chat if you understand what I'm saying. You, understand what I'm saying? you see, your black businesses, your little black businesses, your little raggedy ass business that ain't made no money <laughs> since before the pandemic. That's a that's a that's a beautiful, wonderful thing. That's called ownership. Ownership matters more than the size of your paycheck. Ownership matters more than how much income they're giving you to sell your dreams in exchange for a job. Ownership is the standard by which black people must measure our success level in the next generation. We must stop measuring our success by the number of degrees you got from big white universities leaving you in student loan debt. Stop measuring your success by how much of an income they pay you to get you to go and agree to, to let somebody tell you what to do. Stop measuring success by that. You measure success by ownership and control. That is the new economic rule for the B1 community. And I want you to tell that to your kids. I got to go. I love you guys. Have a wonderful day. I'll talk to you soon. By the way, my website's boyswalkins.com. In case you don't know, the Black Wealth Calendar has been released. If you're interested in getting a Black Wealth Calendar, just go to boyswalkins.com. It's right there on the page. And also, uh, if you're on Instagram, the link is in the bio. And tonight we meet for book club. We're going to be reading, uh, finishing reading Black Labor, White Wealth by Dr. Claude Anderson. We are doing a reparation study here. We're not waiting for white people to do it. We're not waiting for Congress to do it. We are doing it right now with the black community and it's totally free. So if you go to boyswalkins.com, look for Black Keys to Greatness. Black Keys to Greatness. That is my life class, which is totally free to the community. And that is also where you get an invitation to the book club every Wednesday night. So we are reading this book page by page and I'm doing a deep dive analysis and using every inch of my PhD to explain to you exactly why you need to go get that money. You need to go get your wealth back. You, you stop playing with these people. Stop letting them walk all over you. You're better than that. I'm out of here, guys. Have a wonderful day. Go out and be great. I love you. I'll see you soon. Take care. Peace. 